0: Thank you. Thank you. the house of the Lord tonight. Amen. It's good to see those that are in the sanctuary tonight that have been fighting sickness. I praise my God that you are home and that you've come to worship with us tonight. Amen. We're going to go to the Lord in prayer this evening. If we could stand to our feet, we're going to pray for those that are in need. We are a family. We are a church body and we should operate in unity. Amen. If we could get our minds on the Lord tonight. Amen. We need to pray for Brother Charles. I'm sure many of you have received the push notification from the app or the text message, but he had a hospital visit this week, and I praise God that he is home and that he is feeling better. Amen. But we need to continue to pray for Brother Charles, that God will allow the doctors to be precise in the prognosis and to identify the situation. But we know that our God is the true physician, and our God is a healer. Amen. We need to pray for Evangelist Simmons, and there are many that are fighting sickness. We need to continue to pray for our Bishop and Sister White. They'll be coming back from Tennessee, as was announced on Sunday. They are at the ACJC, or excuse me, the ACE uh, administration conference, and pray for traveling mercies on their way back. It is good to be in the house of the Lord. I know that everybody said hi to each other, but let us say hi to Jesus. Jesus. Can we greet Jesus here tonight? Can we close our eyes and lift our hands? Because that's why we're here, is to talk to our King and to talk to our God. Can we begin to lift our voice all over this sanctuary? Lord God of Jacob, we thank you, Lord, for your love and your truth, that you are the God that never faileth, and you are a God that is consistent and faithful in all things. Lord, we lift up Brother Charles right now. I thank you, God, that you moved in that hospital room and you gave him the opportunity to come home. And God, I pray for the situation in his body. I pray, God, that everything normalizes, the pain dissipates, the fatigue dissipates, and all is in working order. We lift up Evangelist Simmons. God, as her back is hurting and her she's fighting sickness and fatigue, I pray right now, God, that you strengthen her body. You are the great and wise physician. You are Jehovah. Rofa you are the Lord that heals. God, we lift up every one of our fellow church members and our family members. God, that are fighting sickness, I pray for them right now that you move and you begin to heal. God, I pray that you bestow encouragement to those that are downtrodden. And God, we lift up our bishop and sister White as they're traveling back. I pray that you commission your angels. And God, you bestow traveling mercies upon them as they come back. And God, I pray for the service tonight. Let it be, God, in decency and order, God. I pray, Lord, into an atmosphere of power, love, and a sound mind. God, tonight I believe that strongholds will fall. God, tonight I pray pray and believe that chains will break. And somebody will be blessed here tonight in Jesus' name. Can somebody give the Lord a hand clap of praise? Somebody give your God a shout of praise. Somebody acknowledge Jesus in the house here tonight. Our ensemble, please make your way to this platform. Some of you are going through situations and circumstances where you're looking for the remedy. You've come to the right place. Some of you are going through trials and tribulations, curious and inquiring, where's my relief? You've come to the right place. These altars are open, whatever you have need of, and I pray tonight that you're blessed. I know we're transitioning out of the work week, and I know we're coming in, but we've come to worship him. We've come to praise him. We've come to encounter Jesus. That's the objective of services, for God to move in this place. God, have your way. Amen. Ensemble, let us sing unto the Lord. It is good to see everybody this evening. Let us worship Jesus. Can we give the Lord a hand clap of praise here tonight. Amen. I feel led in doing so. I'm going to call my very good friend, Brother Scotty, if, he, if he's comfortable to come to the front. We're going to pray with him tonight. Amen. A church that stays together operates in unity. And we are a church family, and when somebody's in need, we need to burden for them. We need to pray for them. We need to believe in a healing for them. Amen. And, and Brother Scotty is fighting a little fatigue, but I'm believing that God will strengthen him here tonight. Amen. Amen. I'm going to pray for him. We're going to sing another song. And as a church, if we could just bring our minds in subjection, we're going to pray for our brother right now. If you are filled with the Holy Ghost, can you outstretch your hands to Brother Scotty? Amen. He's a good friend to us all. He's a precious, precious aspect and attribute to this church. Amen. I'm believing in a complete healing right now in the name of Jesus. Oh God of Jacob, you are Jehovah Ropha, the one and only wise, potentate. It is by your stripes, we are healed, God. I pray, oh, right now, God, that you begin to move, oh, Lord, through the neurological system, oh, God, and that strength, oh, God, begins to arise, oh, God. Begin to heal, God. Begin to move on dendrites, God, in every brain cell, right now, in the name of Jesus. Uh, God, I pray, God, that you put that immune system into subjection and let it operate normally in the way that you intended, God, and we know that this circumstance, God, is a memorial in the making and a testimony in the making and God we've come together as a church to pray for him you said if two or three agree on one thing let all things be established God we lay hands and we believe and we celebrate for a healing here tonight in Jesus name did somebody celebrate our God here tonight does anybody believe that he is healed in Jesus name somebody give our God a shot of praise Oh, we take authority and we believe in the promise. I I believe in the healing. I believe in the testimony. I believe in the memorial. Somebody shout with us here tonight. Let us worship our God. Let us celebrate who he is. He is holy. He is righteous. He is wonderful. He is indescribable. Trust him tonight. Peace be still,
1: Shalom Yeshua Lord, I need you here now. Restore my hope. I confess I've been
0: afraid. Remind my heart. Lord. Oh, I believe this is somebody's heart song here tonight. that's it open your heart let God minister to you tonight keep our minds on the Lord Jesus perfect love perfect timing a God that loves us oh by faith and trust that's it that's it sing unto him sing of your attributes God of who you are, Jesus.
1: Oh, what can take away my Hallelujah? No darkness can contain my hallelujah. Your cross has
0: oh the highest praise for my heart. Hallelujah. hallelujah. are open, if you have a need we'll pray with you, God is waiting God is patiently waiting to bestow his love upon you to help you in this circumstance run unto him all those that are burdened and heavy laden
1: that's it, seek him be a God chaser
0: be a God chaser tonight Can we lift our hands here tonight? And let these next moments just be you and Jesus. Not you and your thoughts. Not you and your emotions. Putting away anxiety or what is waiting for you outside these doors. Just you and the master. You and our Savior. You and our God. You've been born again of water and of spirit and you have that intimate relationship with God, begin to talk to him right now. Thank you, God, that you have loved us. I love because you first loved us. Lord, even though we don't deserve your love, God, you love us anyhow. God, an unchangeable love, a love that can't be separated by the scheme of man, or every plot of hell can't separate us from your love. And God, let somebody have the faith, God, to say hallelujah anyhow. Let somebody have the trust and faith here tonight to say hallelujah in the midst of their trial and tribulation, in the midst of their heartache, because when we say hallelujah as our highest praise, we are acknowledging that God is in the midst of that trial. God is in the midst of the darkness, God is in the midst of the valley. I've got to say hallelujah anyhow with the highest of praise because he is worthy of all praise and adoration. Somebody let it out here tonight. Somebody say hallelujah anyhow and that is a
1: defeat for the enemy and that is a defeat for the devil. Hallelujah! 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 God, hallelujah,
0: I'm the only one in my family, hallelujah, my bank account is empty, hallelujah, I've never seen his seed begging for bread, everybody's come against me, hallelujah, I would suffer a great many things for his name's sake, but he is with us,
1: God is with us,
0: Oh, God, begin to heal hearts right now, Lord. God, begin to mend the broken pieces. God, mend the breaches of the walls of our Jerusalem right now. Somebody have the faith to repair in one hand uh, and fight with the other. A plow in one hand and a sword in another. Somebody begin to praise your God right now. I want the enemy to back up uh, off our perimeter our blessings and our promises. We've got to say hallelujah anyhow. That's it. Uh, God is beginning to heal in the center of the sanctuary. Can somebody Sense it uh, that God is beginning to mend God is beginning to be that counselor and that comforter that Prince of peace uh, peace, be peace be still peace be still peace be still peace be still Oh God begin to move
1: God repair God mend heal sudden, I am unaware of these afflictions eclipsed by glory, and I realize just how beautiful you are and how great your affection is for me.
0: words minister,
1: to remind you that
0: he is an all-consuming fire and is a jealous God for you. Oh, let love fall in this place, love that conquers all, that conquering love. Despite where I'm at in my life, He still loves me. Oh God, pour Your love into this place. Your love,
1: God. Your love, God.
0: God how we are your special possession God you adore us despite where we're at God you love us anyhow and we just acknowledge the love that he has demonstrated in our lives. And you know what I'm talking about. You're here because you have experienced it. We love because he's first loved us and we're here because he's loved us. And somebody needs to be reminded of that love. God is a God of countless second chances. My God is a God where the old things pass away. He makes all things new. And somebody needs to be encouraged tonight because you feel that you're so far gone that it's dissipated the love of God. I'm here to tell you that nothing can dissipate the love of God or separate us from the love of God. And no matter where we run on this earth, He'll meet us there because He's already there. He takes up everything. Tonight, be encouraged. Let love heal, love conquers all. Oh God, just encourage tonight. Lord, we celebrate you and we honor you. And we acknowledge, God, your love in our life. Jesus, move on those that are just so burdened and broken tonight. And you let your love, God, just pour over them. Let your love saturate them. And Lord, let your love saturate this service. God, the forces of darkness can't speak or operate in the umbrella and the presence, God, of your glory and the presence of your love. Let love conquer. Let love dominate here tonight. Above condemnation. Above the guilt. Above the shame. Above the brokenness, you make the crooked path straight, God. Move and heal and mend a restoration, O oh God, here tonight in Jesus' name. Can we give the Lord a hand clap of praise? Amen. If you feel comfortable in doing so, you may return to your seats. If you're praying, please continue to pray. No matter the status of the service, Pray. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Well, I am going to start immediately. I would like to celebrate an accomplishment. Amen. As we're finding our seats, we are a family, correct? Amen. God has put this together, tightly woven. Amen. Fit jointly together as the body of Christ and as a family. And we, ha- we celebrate together when there's celebrations. And I'm looking here at a document that requires dedication and hard work. And I'd like to read it off. The University of Phoenix recognizes Dorinda McCook with the degree of Associates of Art. All right. Not only that, but there's this rumor going around. Have you heard the rumor? I've heard the rumor. That she had a 4.0 GPA. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And she's on the Dean's list. I'm sorry, Sister Dorinda. What is it? 3.5 is excellent. All right. Now, I wanna bring some context to this celebration. It is an accomplishment, but she dealt with surgery, she dealt with extreme sickness, and she continued mission, and we celebrate that. Now, I am celebrating with you, but I have a bucket list. Can you, can you check this off my bucket list? i like to present this to you as if I was given the degree. Plus, I wanna hand it back to you and just do this. Are we ready? Thank you. I've always wanted to do that. We celebrate you Sister Brenda, good job and we honor your hard work and dedication. <laughs> Remember to continue to pray for our bishop as they're traveling, praying for those that are fighting sickness. Continue to pray for Brother Charles. Brother Charles, it is good to see you this evening. <laughs> Amen. I do have a praise report. Hadassah went to the cardiologist today, and I think I shared with you at the New Life Retreat that the doctor discovered a heart murmur, and my wife took Hadassah to the cardiologist at McLean's, and they said they didn't hear the murmur, but more than likely, it's the minor one that is nothing to worry about. Amen. So I celebrate. Go ahead. You've got a mic, wife. What is it? Okay, we have an urgent prayer request. Sister White, unfortunately, fell today and injured herself. Can we stand to our feet and go to the Lord in prayer? Because this is what it's about. We're gonna pray for our, our dear First Lady right now, the mother of this church. Can we close our eyes and lift our hands? Lord God of Jacob, you are a healer. I pray, oh God, that these injuries are not severe and they heal quickly and in a timely manner. God, you are the healing God, the omnipotent God, the one and only wise potentate. Whether in Texas or Tennessee or the Philippines or Israel, your capability has not diminished. God, we gather together as a unit. We gather together as a church. We gather together as the body of Christ, and we are praying for a healing right now in Jesus' name, God. We appreciate, God, our bishop and our first lady, and I pray right now, God, that you just begin to move, Lord, on her body in Jesus' name. God, I. Pray praise you for the miracle in her life and what you brought to her through and God we celebrate those memorials and testimonies in Jesus name can somebody give me a lord give the lord a hand clap of praise amen you may be seated now as we know and it is around the entire country we are going through a substantial heat wave now us texans we're used to it but we are in of course the heat index of 105 110 112 113 and brother george and brother rusty and all those that work inside please be careful but i and and i also wanted to say though that i would like to honor and show appreciation for your diligence and your determination. These last several services, it has been hot. Just understand that the ACs have been turned on early, but we are in a metal building and the ACs are fighting 115 heat index. But I wanna honor you here tonight with your fans. Hey, you're continuing to worship God in the midst of the heat. And you're worshiping God and persevering through the heat. Amen. And thank you for your patience because the ACs are running and doing what they can. Amen. So I just wanted to honor and acknowledge that. Just, we'll just call it like it's, it's like a, a foreign mission trip light. Imagine yourself in Israel. Imagine yourself in the Philippines. Imagine yourself in Kenya. Elder, it's definitely not Iraq. <laughs> Amen. But I want to acknowledge that that we are just persevering through the heat. Don't forget, next week is our ACJC General Conference. The 30th of July from 10 to 2 will be the the ACE uh, Academy Mandatory Orientation. We know that it's a parent or a guardian is required to attend. The Candy fundraiser, I believe, ends next week. Uh, Vacation Bible School will be starting uh, in the near future. We'll give you information on that. Uh, As stated before, come see me and my wife if you are interested in uh, joining the veterans or service member outreach program. Uh, I have made contact with the veterans liaison that speaks to a lot of soldiers that are getting out and prepares them for work. And so I'm hoping that they get on board and join. Amen. Now, on my last announcement, it is something that we've noticed uh, as a necessity. We we have our food closet, but we're running short, and I would like to start a clothes closet. Many of us as we're getting rid of our abundance of clothes, whether it's worn or doesn't fit us anymore, or we've grown out of it, amen. A lot of us take it to Texas Thrift or, or Goodwill. There's a lot of people that may need it within the church and outside of the church. I believe Jesus said, when I was hungry you didn't feed me when I was naked you didn't clothe me We need to be there to try to help those in the community and we know that we have clothes in our in our dresser my wife has been purging for how long we've been married she's been purging my clothes for about fourteen years and still purging am I right I'm not she's like you're not a bachelor anymore <laughs> just joking but But seriously, it is a need. And so if you have extra clothes or clothes you're getting rid of, just bring it to the church and we wanna put it in the food closet and call that the clothes closet as well because it is an outreach tool. Amen. Is there any other announcements this evening? If not, we're gonna receive our Wednesday night tithe and half shekel offering. All right, my challenge tonight as we're greeting one another, high five somebody. That you haven't talked to in two weeks. Go. Brother Louise, Jacob does not count. You can be seated. I think I've talked to everybody. Who haven't I talked to in like two weeks? Trish, I talked to you last week. That's as close as I can. <laughs> See me afterwards. Amen. As we're finding our way, I see that mission was accomplished for most of you. I see high fives still going, amen. As we're finding our way to the pews, getting our Bibles ready, amen. Thank you, Jesus. It is good to be in the house of the Lord. I'm gonna ask that we find our seats now. We'll have a new challenge next service. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jesus. All right. It is good to be in the house of the Lord. I give honor to the Lord my God. I give honor to Bishop for entrusting me with the services in his absence. I'm going to be reading in the book of Joshua chapter 1 verses 3 through 9. If we feel comfortable in standing, can we stand to honor the infallible Word of God? It means without error, right? It's perfect. Amen. I appreciate everybody getting their minds on the Lord. I, I enjoy the unity that we have with one another. Amen. Joshua chapter 1 verses 3 through 9. Starting at verse 3, every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon that I have given you, as I said unto Moses. Verse 4, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all of the land of the Hittites and under the great sea Toward the going down of the sun shall be your coast. Verse 5. There shall not be any man. Listen to this tonight. There shall not be any man be able to stand before thee all the days of their life. In God, nothing shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. Because God is with you. As I was with Moses so will i be with thee i will not fail thee nor forsake thee and i pray that resonates in our hearts here tonight that it is a god that nothing can stand before you in his presence when you're in him and he will never leave you nor forsake you or fail you amen can we go to the lord in prayer here tonight lord god of jacob i thank you god for your reassurance God, I thank you, God, for your faithfulness. And, God, you have plans for us. You have promises for us. God, you have intentions for us. And, God, we've come here tonight desiring, God, those promises, desiring, oh, God, what you have set before us and what you, God, have built for us. And we desire nothing more, God, than to enter in and to claim it and to live in that promise, God. Lord, I pray tonight, God, that the remainder of the service be done in decency and order, God, that you move on every heart, every mind, oh God, let every spirit of distraction leave this place, and God, let your word resonate into this atmosphere and allow us to claim what you have set before us in Jesus' name. Can we give the Lord a hand clap of praise here tonight? Amen. Tonight, I'd like to preach this particular thought, on the brink, on the brink. This particular scripture, unfortunately, Moses had to stay in the wilderness. As we know, because of his disobedience... Of hitting the rock instead of speaking to the rock like God ordered. God said, unfortunately, you will not be able to go into the land of Canaan. But all you'll be able to do is look into the promised land from the land of Moab. And unfortunately, you can't go in. So as we know, Moses bestowed the leadership to Joshua his successor who was a minister and this is Joshua speaking to the children of Israel just before they entered into the promised land you're going to go into this promise you're going to go into the land flowing with milk and honey and there will be no man that will be able to stand before you and I will never fail you and I will never forsake you and Joshua is reiterating what Moses was saying for 40 years and he was reiterating what God promised His people. And tonight, God wants to remind you of the promise that He has set before you as an individual and here at this church. God has set intentions and God has set promises and we are on the brink of what God has in store for us. On the brink means I'm so close I can almost touch it. It's just within arm's reach of obtaining. I have been in this wilderness for so long. I need the land flowing with milk and honey. I have been waiting 40 days. I've been waiting 40 years. I've been waiting 40 minutes, 40 months, 40 decades, whatever it is. But I want the promise that God said. I have been faithful. I've endured the battle. But I've got to enter in with what God has bestowed upon me. Can you imagine, Elder, the anticipation of the children of Israel? I know that Joshua was excited because. He was from the previous generation that wasn't allowed to go in and had to die in the wilderness because of their disbelief. I know that Caleb was excited because those two were the only two from the previous generation to be able to go into the promised land, that land that was promised to Abraham and to Isaac and to Jacob, that land that was their hope in the midst of the wilderness. And now you had a whole new generation of those under the age of 20 that was sitting there in anticipation. Is this the day? Is this the moment? Is this the time that we could go into the land flowing with milk and honey? I could go into the promises that God has given us. All we have to do is take it. It's the Wednesday night. All we have to do is claim it. Those in the 40 years of wilderness, that land flowing of milk and honey, they were just outside the perimeter of their promise. They stood at the River Jordan on the east side of the country of Israel, on the east side of Canaan. They were so close. They looked over that river, and myself and Brother Scotty, and those that have been to that place in Israel at the River Jordan, you literally see jericho from that side of the river they were looking into god's promise and here tonight many of you are looking in but we haven't stepped in yet many of you have brought the brochure and we're looking we're reading the tour guide which is the bible which is scripture but god says now it's time to take the trip Many of us are looking over the river and said that is, my, that is my blessing just on the other side of the river Jordan. That is the healing of my family on the other side of the river Jordan. Over on the other side of that river is my joy that needs to be restored. My peace, my healing, my ministry, my counsel. And God says all you got to do is take it. All you got to do is claim it. You're right on the brink of what you desire from God. And here we are, right on the perimeter. And Joshua said, you're going to go in, and nobody can stand before you, and God is with you. I want you to understand, as we talked about last service, that was 40 years of wandering. They came out of Egypt. And I'm here to tell you, geographically, the Sinai Peninsula is not a massive continent. It's only a couple hundred square miles. They could have covered the trip. From Egypt to Canaan in about a week to two weeks. But because Because of disbelief, because of the lack of faith, they had to wander into this tiny peninsula for 40 long years. Their promise was so close. Their promise was right there to be obtained. But because of the lack of faith of 10, they're giants. And we're like grasshoppers to them. There's walls that reach the heavens. There's no way we can take it. But you had a two that believed. You had two that desired the promise. Two that wanted the land flowing with milk and honey, Joshua and Caleb. God is with us. He has shown us all his capabilities and wonders. And I'm here to tell somebody don't let the giants scare you. Don't let the fortress scare you. Don't let the towers scare you. Don't let the walls scare you. God is with you. And all you have to do tonight is take it. The children of Israel had seen the tablets, have witnessed the Mount Sinai burning like a furnace. They've seen wonders and miracles a cloud by day and a fire by night. They witnessed the building of the tabernacle where his very presence dwelt in such a thickness that the ministers couldn't even minister. They fell on the face before the God of Israel. They got to witness that. They had quail, manna, all these wonders we were talking about, but nothing compared to what God had for them in their promise. All you have to do is take it. Tonight, you have to have the faith to walk in the water. Don't let some creek stop you from your promise. But that water looks mighty fast. I'm sorry, this is the God that parted the Red Sea in your life. But the giants are tall. I'm sorry. All of the heavens are his throne, and the earth is his footstool. I'm going to use Sister Luna here real quick. We were at the retreat and she was having a great time at the retreat. She was sitting in a lawn chair, and she had her foot on a big, uh, like, dodgeball, kickball. And I said, is that what God looks like? The earth is his footstool, and, he's got his, and she's got her feet on the ball. I'm like, is that what God looks like? I know it's, it's an anthropomorphism, meaning that it's a, rep- it's a human representation of God. But I'm like, that's a good representation. The throne and the footstool, which is the earth. That's pretty big. Sister Luna was getting into it. She's like, am I right? But that is the God that you serve here tonight. He is bigger than your situation. Amen. Unfortunately, in this time in the wilderness, many of you are in the wilderness or you have experienced your wilderness, that place that is dry and dusty, not quite dissimilar to what we're going through with our Texas heat, but dry, desert place amen, that wilderness that doesn't have a purpose or a structure, a place that builds your faith in God. And God says, you're right on the cusp of stepping out of your desert into that land that is prosperous, into your promise. While they were in the wilderness, they lost their loved ones. Many of them, by choice or lack of faith, were cursed. Many of them died in the wilderness. An entire previous generation was wiped out and died in a desert place. They were never meant to be. When somebody dies in the wilderness, moving through that spiritual wilderness, and they die, that is a place that you never intended to die in. You need to die in God's promises. Die die in what he has in store for you. He never intended for you to die in the wilderness, but only to build you in the wilderness. Now, I want you to think about this. The children of Israel to Shriana could have had a one-week journey. I'm coming from the Egyptians, and I go right into Canaan. One week. That's not too bad. But because of the lack of faith, it was 40 years. What was God doing with the children of Israel? Let me ask you this question. God was with them. But did they have the hardness to fight against the people of Canaan? Did they have that combat experience to fight against the people of Canaan? That wilderness hardened them as a spiritual combat fighter, but as the warriors of the desert. It hardened them. They had combat. They even fought against giants before going into the Promised Land. God was preparing them in that hardness, in that temperance, in the trial and tribulation to be a people that were determined to take the promise. So when the children of Israel stepped into Canaan and there were giants, they were like, we've been through this. Only if those in Jericho, bro, knew the war that was about to come. Those in Jericho said, man, look at these crazy nomads coming in. Only if they knew how hard those Israelites were. If they knew how combat ready those Israelites were. They came in out of slavery, but they've been hardened in that wilderness. They've been given new life, and they were hardened in adversity. And when you're hardened in adversity, when more adversity comes, it is an unstoppable force. Amen. Joshua walked in the land where the enemy had built and established. As we know, God promised the children of Israel, you're not going to have to plant. Everything's planted for you. Man, that would be nice today. Every house is prepared for you. Boy, there's not even a 30-year mortgage on it. I don't even know what the interest rate is. Zero. It's yours. Amen. Amen every well it's already dug for you all you have to do is claim it i know you've been living on manna and quail and you've been popping up your gp large your tent in the midst of the desert and you've been deployed but it's time that you come home can you imagine that place that god wants to give us spiritually where he just provides the water provides the meal provides the garden provides that safe place for you And many of you are like, when am I going to have my promise? You're right on the brink. Why aren't you stepping? Many of you are right there. I mean, the Jordan River. And what's interesting, I mean, I don't know what the the width or the breadth of the Jordan River was 3,000 years ago, but... In 2017, when I went, it was from me to that wall, and I, you had Israel, Israeli soldiers, which I took pictures with and selfies every Israeli soldier. But you had the Jordanians across, and you're just waving at them, hi. But it, if it was the same width, their promise was just a couple hundred feet, and some of them were scared. I can't cross. It's it, it's too far. You just came out of the desert. You just came out of this hard wilderness and all you have to do is cross this little creek. Is anything too hard for your God? You have been living in the wilderness. You have been betrayed in the wilderness. You have lost things in the wilderness, but there's a temperance that God has given you. That means a hardness that God has given you. All you have to do is cross tonight. All you have to do is have the faith to cross. Mike Brown, that's all you have to do. That's it. Have the faith to let it go and to walk across. Sister Thompson, it's right here. All you have to do is step. But look at that water. It's a little murky. Anything too hard for your God? The one that parted the Red Sea. Sister Eva, you're right there on the cusp. And all you have to do is have the faith to step. But Satan says, no, it's dangerous. Don't you want to go back to the comfort that is your wilderness? Oh, man, you've got the quail and manna. I would like wells. That would be nice. I'd like to go to a garden that has been planted for me and all my chickens. Amen. And that's where God wants to take us here tonight. That's what God desires to take this church. We're right on the cusp of the River Jordan, Brother Scotty, into the promise that has been made in our individual lives and here at the church. And unfortunately, we've lost some in the wilderness, but those that are here have the capability of stepping into the promised land. Verse 6, Joshua
2: chapter 1, verse 6, Be and strong.
0: we, oh please go ahead, thank you.
2: Be strong and of a good courage. We have
0: never heard that before anywhere, right? In Deuteronomy or Exodus, right? This is the first time we've ever heard that statement, correct? No, we've covered that. How many times has God said it? Be strong and of good courage. Amen. And listen to the words of the Lord tonight. Be strong and of good courage to what he has for you. Please continue.
2: For unto this people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them.
0: Man, I would love to have my inheritance bequeathed. And all you have to do to get your spiritual inheritance is just step over the river. See, you're going to, if you're not careful, you're going to have allow people to talk you out of crossing. You don't want to do that, just come back, it's comfortable in the tent. You're going to have people dissuade you and persuade you not to step forward. Or you're going to allow circumstances to keep you out of your promise. Oh, There's giants. There's there's the giant towers. There's the walls up to heaven when God says, Have the faith to cross. Please continue.
2: Only be thou strong and very courageous.
0: Does that sound like an emphasis? That sounds like Joshua emphasizing what Moses said, who in turn received it from God is emphasizing it. And somebody needs to hear it tonight. Only be thou strong and very courageous. That's trust in God. Continue, please.
2: That thou mayest observe to do according to all the, the law which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. So
0: I have to observe and stick with the word of God, even in the midst of my promise. Don't take it to my right or my left hand, but... Stay focused on it. Be attached to it. Live in it. Amen. Continue, please.
2: This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth.
0: Are you saying that what I say needs to be the word of God, precepts of the word of God, godly communication, godly encouragement, godly communication, discussion, godly persuasion, The word of God needs to be forever on the tablets of my heart and I need to be able to speak it because from the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. Amen. Continue, please.
2: But thou shalt meditate therein day and night.
0: So you mean I have to meditate on the promises of God? I have to meditate on the word of God day and night. Only for five minutes every Wednesday. Right? Day and night. Continuously. Continue, please
2: that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success.
0: So that sounds like a prerequisite to me. That sounds like I have to do this before this happens. I have to do this for this in turn to happen. It's kind of like Sister Dorinda had to take her prerequisites to finish up her degree. Amen, which I was honored to hand it to you. I've got to be strong and very courageous. I've got to keep the Word of God close to me, not to my throat to my left or right or collecting dust on my coffee table. But I've got to have it written in the tablets of my heart. I've got to speak it. I've got to meditate on it. I've got to focus on it. And then I could be prosperous in the promise. Amen. And thou shalt have good success. Last verse for this evening.
2: Have not I commanded thee?
0: What did he say for the third time?
2: Be strong. And of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest.
0: So, what are you waiting on? Your promise is there, and tonight could be the night, but what are you waiting on? I have to have everything perfect in my life. Yes, it says, focus, be strong and courageous, but that operation of faith to take this step into the River Jordan. To see what would happen with it. If I don't do anything I'm in the same place in that wilderness, in that dry place, living off the manna when I could have the land flowing with milk and honey. We know that the children of Israel had the faith. They took the Ark of the Covenant, the Levitical priest, and they walked into the River Jordan and it parted just like the River, just like the Red Sea. And they walked across on dry land and It took one stone from every tribe and put 12 stones on the bank and inside the river. And it's, according to the Bible, it's there to this day. Still haven't found it, Elder. I tried when I was in Israel. But tonight, God is saying, will you follow him across the river? The children of Israel had to follow the ark, which represented the Shekinah, the glory, the presence of God. Wherever the ark of the covenant went, that was a physical representation, a focal point of God's presence. And God, and... The Levitical priests are right there at the River Jordan waiting for you to join them. But I am, I don't know if I can. Satan says, please stay in my desert. Please stay in my Sahara. And I don't know about you, I don't like Saharan dust. I want what God has for us. Can we stand to our feet here tonight? Once again, thank you for enduring and staying focused on the Lord. Can we lift our hands here tonight? God of Jacob, I thank you that your promises are yea and amen. You don't slack concerning your promises, as some men count slackness. There are many tonight, God, that have been watering in a desert place for so long. When God, all he wanted to do was bring them from their bondage through that wilderness into promise. But somehow, some way, a giant got in the way. Somehow walls got in the way. And tonight, God, we are on the brink. We are right on the cusp of something breaking loose in this church. And God, in individual lives, on the micro level, God, and in the macro level here at the church. And I pray that somebody has the faith to cross. That somebody has the faith to follow the glory of God into the promise here tonight. Let somebody have the faith and the trust to take a step God, through the River Jordan to what you have in store for them. God, we are right on the brink if they would just trust you and lean on on their own understanding, but in all their ways acknowledge you and you shall direct thy path. God, let liberty be birthed here tonight. Let a type of faith to go to the promise be birthed here tonight. In Jesus' name, God, I pray and I sense a liberty. I rebuke hesitancy. I rebuke doubt. And God, let it be your word and your promise to be the driving force to what you have in store for us here at this church. In Jesus' name, can we give the Lord a hand clap of praise? These altars are open. We're not going to formally dismiss, but I do have individuals coming to the altar. So I'm asking that we hold down conversations or you're more welcome to stay and pray with them. One team, one fight. May the Lord bless you. We will see you Sunday morning for Sunday school. Be safe, stay cool, and may the Lord protect you in the midst of this heat wave. Amen. Lord, bless those that are at the altar. Jesus' name.